surprise, y'all. <laughs> I bet you thought the boys were going to miss a week because all this hoopla about some dang storm. Yeah, I would have sworn there was no way. Gilly got pretty hairy out there. Most tabletop gamers wouldn't even have the cojones to meet 50 miles from the eye of the windy beast. I can't even imagine what that would have been like. Oh, that's right, Gil. They had to drive to the Publix, a full half mile further than the Piggly Wiggly, where they normally get their queso dipping pizza rolls. On account of the Piggly Wiggly, it closed at 8.30. But these brave heroes live by a simple creed. Nothing will stop their gaming. Neither rain, nor sleet, nor slightly breezy mist. So, Kip stayed up on guard duty all night long. And let's say it's like seven in the morning now. Sun's out. Everyone's starting to get up. Okay. Yeah. And can I butt in here and say that everybody else sort of starts stirring to the sound of sizzling? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What's sizzling? Well, at first you guys hear the sizzling. Then the aroma hits your nostrils and it really wakes you up in the best way possible. <laughs> um, Kip is over the fire. He's been up for quite a bit. You know, he's been up all night. But he is cooking a bunch of eggs in the drawer from the cash register over the fire. <laughs> well, Brian Russell is first in line with the plate. Mm. And he's like, mm, those eggs smell good. Where did he get a plate from? Where did you get eggs from? <laughs> well, Kip just had them in his pockets. I just had those in my pockets, man. I said plate, but it's really just a big flat rock. Okay. Um. That I'd, works. I'd like to just wake up like I always do, like with a little scream and whimper and pull my gun out from under my <laughs> pillowcase. Like, ah, ah, dad. Ah, ah. Oh, hey, guys, that smells great. And I'd like to ask Kip when he was finding all this stuff to cook. Did you see any weights or barbells around here? Because I need to get my P90 in. It's my morning routine. <laughs> the back room is loaded with like extra firm pillows. Those things weigh like at least 50 <laughs> pounds a piece. That ought to work. I'll do a short one today. I know we are lives in danger and stuff, but I mean, I got to get my pump on or else my whole day is just shot. And I'm, I'm pumping. I can see the veins popping now. I'm like, all right, cool. And now I need some protein, bro. What you cooking? <laughs> Eggs. What style you want them? Ooh, I will take them poached with a little bit of uh, cinnamon sprinkled on the white part, not the yellow <laughs> part. Uh, just like um, my mate yeah, used to Yeah, gotcha, man. So Kip wrenches free like a gutter from outside <laughs> and pulls it. And funnels it over the cash register drawer that he's cooking the eggs in and fills it up to make the poach. Awesome. And it is. <laughs> Thanks, partner. The water is definitely like cloudy and chunky. Mm -hmm. I will eat them immediately, even though they're way too hot. But there's a lady here and I'm trying to impress the biker scum. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm going to not tell anyone that I just really burnt my tongue really bad. You got to impress that nut. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Yeah. How does Patrick react? He um, just eats some eggs and kind of gets in a corner. He yeah. just kind of eyes everyone a little suspiciously. He doesn't really join in. He's the bigger biker, right? Yeah, he's the biker. Brian Russell's there and he's he's eating the last of his eggs and he says, so uh, what's the plan? The plan is to kill everybody that's trying to kill us, Brian. Ooh, I do not like that. There's no way we can escape. <sighs> well, you have I to gotta... kill them before they kill us, uh, right? Yeah. Brian kind of like moves over to where... Kip and Trevor are and just kind of quietly is trying not to be heard by everyone else. But he's like, guys, do you think this has uh, anything to do with me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it yeah. fucking has everything to do with you. <laughs> they want to kill you. That's why we're here. How fucking stupid are you, Brian? How'd you get out of town council? It has everything to do with you, Brian. You sure it's not about you guys or her 
or are those other two dudes? <laughs> it could definitely be about Trevor. That's possible. Look, I am important and I love being the center of everything, but I don't think this is about me. I'm thinking the nun's got some more to her story, but they're definitely trying to kill you. Shit, I kind of want to kill you, Brian. <laughs> You're worthless and a criminal, but my job is to protect you, so here we are. Brian looks really scared and he's like, guys, you got to get me out of this. I'm, I got a lot of important things that I, I need to yeah. say. Got a lot of important years of jail to do and other important guys you need to put away. I understand that. It's our job. Fucking relax. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can notice that Patrick McLeod and Jeremy Rowland are kind of talking to each other quietly and you can't hear. Can I go over and just kind of like kind of sneak over and be like, Patrick, you know, do the arm on each shoulder, pull him in and be like, what's going on, new sedan gang friends? Talking about sedan gang stuff. And when you walk up, you can hear Jeremy saying, yeah, if we could find any sort of horses, I know a lot about horses. I could, maybe we could uh, ride out of here. Really? Oh, shit, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you guys talking about horses? I know a thing or two about horses myself. I uh, I dabbled in some equestrianism crime before I was a murderer. Jeremy looks over at Trevor and he, he smirks and he raises his sleeve up. And it's just all these tattoos of horses fighting. <laughs> oh, shit. Mustangs and... Yeah. Jeremy says... Horses are what got me into here. Really? Yeah. Do you tell? Well, I usually don't tell people because I don't want them uh, catching on to my specialty, but uh, I'm actually in the slammer for horse fighting. Horse fighting? Yeah. That it's, sounds uh, really expensive. It's very expensive. It's, uh, I would say, four times more lucrative than dog fighting. But 20 times more graceful and beautiful. <laughs> Jeremy, hold on, hold on. I got to clarify. Is this men fighting horses? <laughs> or the horses fighting other horses? Half and half. <laughs> you have horses fight. <clears throat> I realize I'm, I'm an undercover criminal. So I go, hey, that's, that's awesome, buddy. Me and Patrick were talking about maybe if we find some horses, we could just, uh, you fight know, have a, good have a little horse fight while these fucking Humvees come and blow us all away. Gotta do something with the time. You can ride them, you asshole. <laughs> huh. I don't know how to do that. <sighs> Clearly. <laughs> and I will pull up my sleeve and then just flex my forearm because I don't have any tattoos. But I'll be like, you see that grip? That's how I held my horse, Daisy. Look at all of this real estate for horse full sleeve tattoos. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to get, get really the... disgusted. I'm going to push my plate of eggs away, my saucer of eggs or whatever I'm eating it <laughs> off of, and I'm going to just walk away. <laughs> you tell us what you're eating the eggs off of. One of the laminated signs <laughs> on one of the beds with a price on it. That's one, good. That's good. And then over the walkie-talkie, you hear the gruff voice of a woman saying, Attention criminals, no one knows where you are and no one is coming for you. Oh, we believe that. <laughs> we have the entire area surrounded and there is only one way for any of you to make it out of here alive. Give us Brian Russell and the rest of you can go free. <laughs> Brian Russell hears this, and he looks pretty scared. You know, two days ago, if you'd asked me, and I really want to look at Pat Jarrell while I'm saying this, and be like, I would have given up any of you jerks to get out of this alive, but we're a sedan gang now, and there's no fucking way they're going to kill any one of us without all of us going down. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We ride with plenty of space in the backseat. And plenty of trunk space. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we don't always... abandon Sedan Gang members. Patrick looks over at Brian and he's like, well, uh, I don't remember him riding in the trunk. 
I don't know if he's been initiated yet. That's not a bad point, Pat Jair. Brian, go get in the trunk. <laughs> We're going to leave in like an hour, but you need to get initiated a little bit. Yeah, Kip feel like is it's pushing safe to get Brian Russell the into the trunk. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to get in the trunk for a little bit. We might not even <laughs> use that thing again. <laughs> Brian Russell's like, I don't want to go outside. Okay. I'll just grab his fucking neck and like drag him outside and be like, look, do you want to fucking die? I'm trying to do the whole team thing. We're all criminals, okay? Everybody wants to give you up right now, <laughs> including me. But my job is to keep your dumb ass safe. So get in the fucking trunk, you idiot. Even Sister Joan Marie's like, yeah, get rid of her. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a driver. Stop talking about her job in front of okay. everybody. Well, I was trying to do it quietly, like, like in his ear. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Brian Russell gets in the trunk and then Slam. Patrick says, okay, now he's locked in the trunk. What are we going to do? <laughs> We're going to escape all of us together, okay? You obviously didn't really learn how to be an equestrian, and a pack of horses never abandons one of their own. Well, that was Jeremy. Shit, whatever. I get you criminal <laughs> scums mi mixed up. It was still Fat Chair. It was still Fat Chair. Anyway, it's not time to kill him yet. We respond to the radio. What do we do? Oh, right. Is there, a, is there a basement in this mattress hut? There's no basement. Okay, so I'm just trying to think. We either go balls of the wall on the thing, like a do like a Murdoch, I'm coming to get you. Or yeah. we try a ruse where we tell them, like, we've already killed him. Come get the body and let us go. Can we, we shoot the rocket out, like, uh, and hit something and say, we just killed him? Ooh. I think we, here's what we do, guys, all right? We huddle up. We huddle up. All huddle up. Kip. All right. We- yeah, All five people are, are huddled yeah. up. Except we, for Brian Russell. Who's we sort of the rig- <laughs> this bazooka to go off, we rig a mattress type body up to be the driver of this car. We have something heavy that we put on the gas pedal and we have it drive out from the strip mall and we tell them we'll meet him at the road and we have it go out there and, you know, we're going to deliver make the, Brian the, Russell. The Brian Russell effigy. Yeah. Like put him in the window, tell him to come get him, then we'll fucking blow up the mattress hut and then speed out with the element of surprise with the uh, car. <laughs> I don't know. They'll see the car leaving though. That's mm -hmm. the thing. I think we need to just quietly smuggle ourselves into another building. So, are we going to put him in the car and blow that up? Because that'd be pretty bad. <laughs> you can't put him in the car. Oh, no, no, no. I mean the, the effigy. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, right. And he's in the trunk. Better remember to take him out of that. Yeah. Like send up, hit the car off towards them. Yeah. But we can't see him. They don't know where we, we are. Don't know we'll where call him on either. the radio. Say oh, we're gonna, yeah. We'll get Brian like, is going to drive off You know what? We want to kill that fucker too because he just stole our car and just yeah. send the thing off in a direction. But no, we need to destroy it so they know. So they that, think that he's dead. So he's trying he's to make dead. a getaway on the road. Right. Oh my God. I'm going to drive the car out of its hiding place and I'm going to roll out of the car right before the bazooka <laughs> or the thing blows up. That, that's perfect. Let's You're going to roll that. out of the driver's side? Sure. We'll she, she, see. she wasn't always yeah. a nun. Uh, also, I would like to go open the trunk real quick. And um, see Brian Russell, and he'll be like, oh, thank God. And I'll just grab some of his hair and rip it off and then slam the trunk again. <laughs> oh, and be like, Kip, man. put this on your uh, effigy. We Can need some do. DNA. <laughs> yeah, DNA. Good call. Thank you. What's your shooting, Kip? Plus one. All right. I have a plus three. So I think I, I should man the rifle. Yeah. On the roof. Absolutely. Like um, as backup? So, okay, yeah. wait, wait, wait. We're rigging the bazooka rocket right. No, you're, you're going to take the bazooka. Roll out, Roll out then and shoot. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, while you guys are kind of like talking about this plan, mm -hmm. you hear the walkie-talkie again, and the voice just says, Hello? Are you guys there? I just made an offer <laughs> a couple minutes ago, and I haven't heard a response yet. Hey, uh, look, we like your offer. Brian's a real dick. 
We're criminal scum. We don't care about them. But we just need a second to get these things straight, okay? Because we can't find him right now. But just give us a goddamn minute. (laughs) What do you mean you can't find him? He's he's really good at hiding. Just fuck off. (laughs) I'm a criminal. We know how to kill people. I'm an octo murderer. Look up my file. Wait, shit, do I have a fake file? Did Remus set that up? And she says over the walkie-talkie, who am I talking to? Fuck. Did I have a name? Oil. 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 That's right. (laughs) You're talking to oil, baby. The second half of snake oil. I'm sure you've heard of us. Go Google us. Second half of oil snake. (laughs) (laughs) The tail end of the oil snake. (laughs) Oil O'Hanigan. Yeah, I've seen your file. Yeah. So just know that the murder is in good fucking hands, all right? Just make sure you don't kill us, and I'll get back to you in just a few seconds. 10-4, good buddy. Click. (laughs) (laughs) She comes back on. She's like, okay, just to be clear, if you don't call us back soon and tell us you're going to give us Brian Russell, we will find you. Yeah, no problem. Just give us like a minute. (laughs) Oh, wait. Ah, fuck. We probably need like 30 minutes. He's really good at hiding. We tried to bro out last night. We all played hide and seek together. And Jesus Christ, this guy's amazing. Like nobody found him one time. So he's actually hiding now because I think he heard your walkie talkie call and he's really good at it. But trust us, we got him. We're good at murdering. We're going to take care of ourselves in house and chill out. So when I imagine a strip mall, I imagine like all the doors open to the outside. Are we like inside like an old mall? Like This is a small strip mall. So, obviously, there's an old mattress store. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else do you think would be in a strip mall? A Chinese restaurant. Yep. Yeah. There's an old Chinese restaurant. Dry cleaner. And an old dry cleaner. I'd say there's maybe one more thing. And there's an old blockbuster. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's that's what you guys have to work with in this strip mall. Yeah, we just need to search these places and see if there's anything we can use to fight or whatever with or hunker down. So, you guys are just going to like quickly check out these buildings? Yes. Man. Does the dry cleaner have one of those like rotating things, you know, that moves Ooh. all the shirts around? Wire hangers. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it works. No, I mean, say there's no power, but I mean, you have all the mechanisms of, right. you know, all this dry cleaning mm-hmm. equipment, washers, dryers, the, the okay. rack. These all might come in handy. Yeah. <laughs> the old Chinese restaurant has some pots and pans, some cooking equipment. Okay. Ooh, Blockbuster. Do they have any of the cardboard cutouts of whatever movie was big at the time? <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. What would Those be? will come in handy. So, at the fall of Blockbuster, what movies were popular? But <laughs> let's just say it's Anakin Skywalker from Clone Wars. <laughs> That's a little the, kid? No, okay. no, no. From Clone Wars. So, he has like oh, the rat. Right. Okay. He has the rat tail, but he's got the lightsaber. Okay. But it looks like a human being from far away. Yeah. That will definitely come in handy. Would it be possible for Kip to turtle himself up with a bunch of walks and pans <laughs> and cooking equipment from the from the Chinese food restaurant? Like totally. Iron Man. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. So, yeah, so it's just like the beginning of the first Iron Man movie where he comes out and he's just like- Get the <laughs> shitty armor on. Okay. So, Got the shitty armor on. Okay, Kip can definitely do that. I would say that's that, would, awesome. that would use up all of the walks. This isn't really complicated to try to make this. I mean, this isn't really- <laughs> So let's just say you have to beat a one. This is just tech. There you go. That's good, right? No, it's a, a zero. What, what using what Fuck. skill though? Tech. Tech zero. You've got God nothing. Damn it! But I want to succeed at this, okay. so I want. I do want to use a justice point. Yeah. So I'm going to say fun-loving metalhead cop. <laughs> literally metalhead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Give me a justice point. Okay. 
So Kip listens to a lot of Iron Maiden and a lot of their songs are about like armored dudes, armored knights riding on horseback into battle. And uh, yeah, he learned a lot from that. I mean, posters are pretty much schematics. (laughs) That's that's true. Yeah, they're pretty much schematics. So the education was there. (laughs) It's just he didn't think about it, but it's just instinctive. Yeah. And it all came together. Okay. So I like it. With that justice point, Kip successfully makes... His iron walk. walk iron suit. All right. Kip should definitely have the shotgun. I'm going to take the rifle on the roof along with my okay. decoy Anakin uh, cardboard cutout because <laughs> I don't trust these fucking criminals. You're going to take that to the roof with you? Yeah. I'm just in the blockbuster reading the back of Sister Act. <laughs> <laughs> Two. <laughs> well, both of them. I have both in my hands. <laughs> um, okay. So for this plan, you're going to drive the car. I'm going to man the roof. With a rocket launcher. With a rocket launcher. Hugging the rocket launcher. Uh Uh-huh. And then my plan was I was going to pop up the um, cardboard cutout and be like, okay, he's dead. We got him. Here I am. Come save us. And I'm assuming they'll just blow the shit out of that thing. (laughs) And uh, they'll be like, yep, fuck it. Light him up. But it'll at least get him out in the open and maybe we can start fighting. Or maybe they'll just come over and let us go. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt it, though. I've been dealing with some criminals. Kip's idea is for the car to have a contained explosive in the cab of the car and for him to bust out in his suit of armor <laughs> out of the trunk when they come to investigate it. Wow. If there's any way you can survive this, I think it's the best idea we've ever had. He's covered in armor. Yeah. How could he not survive And if it? Joe Marie's a really good shot, she could just blow up the front of the car. <laughs> and I don't have a minute to escape. <laughs> oh, you guys are going to... Well, Bazooka the car? We, we, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the first step in this plan. <laughs> so who's going to be doing the bazooking? Joe Marie. Okay. Yeah, so you're going to be hugging it. You're going to roll out and then bazooka it. With the yeah. Brian Russell effigy. We need to remember to get him out of the trunk. I keep forgetting he's in there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, that's pivotal. Then my plan, I just, I, I know criminals. I know how these things usually go. Is they're going to be like, great, thanks a lot. They're going to blow away that cardboard cutout. Then, um, you know, then Kip can just come out of nowhere. Ma- maybe the l- trunk. Can we lure them to where we're at? Well, cardboard cutout, so that's for. So right now, Sister Joan is in the blockbuster. Kip, let's say you're still in the Chinese restaurant putting on the yeah. armor. And Trevor, you're on the roof? Yeah, I'm going to be on the roof. Okay. Wait, why don't you go ahead and roll investigation? Okay. What's uh? Pat Jer doing? Right. Are they helping at all? About that. Yeah, sure. Tell them to just sit by a window and let us handle this. They're still being initiated. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a fucking. Two I got plus a. I, I got a plus one, so I have a three. Trevor, from your position on the roof, you hear a car door. Uh oh. This is before we've <laughs> done our plan. Yeah. Well, fucking where? Where is it? Um, you can tell that it's coming from the sedan. The one that Brian Russell God saw in the trunk? damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and you hear- This is fucking our whole plan up. You just hear the car door open and close. God fucking damn it. All right. Can I run, Can I see it? Can I run over there? Yeah, you run over there. And you can see that Patrick McLeod is now in the sedan. Uh, <laughs> okay. bastard. Pat, dear, you horse-fighting, cock-sucking piece of shit. We had a plan. Oh, fuck. Can I shoot the lock off of the trunk? Because I want to get Duder out of that trunk. <laughs> it's not like there's a big padlock on it. Like, right. you just have to shoot into the trunk. Uh, well, I don't want to kill him. Just yell in there. <laughs> Scoot over. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. What year sedan is this? Does it have one of the little handles? <laughs> it would have. Uh, it's a pretty light model. I'm going to say you're not very far away. Mm-hmm. This is a just like a one-story building. Right. 
So on the roof, you're only like 10 to 12 feet above them. Okay. And, you know, they're probably like 20 feet away. So as the car's starting to drive away, you're yelling at Brian Russell. Yeah. Use the escape thing, you idiot. Let's say that he does feel the car moving and the trunk opens up and he jumps out the back. Oh, thank God. And rolls. Is the car moving already when he jumps out? The car's already moving. already going. Right. Brian, get back in the mattress store or the Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, <Brian's, laughs> Brian runs back into the building. Okay. You can, can I hear s- any of this go down in the Blockbuster? Um, yeah, you hear a commotion. <laughs> There's some commotion. Yeah, you can hear the, all the yelling. Yeah. You see I throw a, down the Cicerac and I run to the window and I peek <laughs> yeah. outside. A, a sweaty Brian Russell merges through the Blockbuster door with the clumps of his hair missing. <laughs> <laughs> you all hear the commotion from outside, except for Kip. <laughs> right. Because you're too busy right. in the middle of all your well, armor smithing. Oh, yeah. And you can see the Toyota Corolla drives probably about 20 feet until Jeremy notices that the trunk has opened mm-hmm. and he kind of stops and then he just keeps going. Brian Russell's safe. So I want to just be like, you fucking equestrian stealing, murdering fucks and I want to shoot out the tires. Okay. To hit the tires, you have to beat a three. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's, it's a little tricky. I have a plus three in shooting. Okay. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I got a one. Stop bragging about how many points you have before you roll. <laughs> oh, I do it every time too. Mm. I would like to use my Quantico skills to like, you know, at least maybe hit the fuel tank or at least just snag one of those damn tires and I will use a justice point. Okay. So, so are you using this justice point to get a plus two or using this justice point to re-roll? With a plus two, you'll match it and not beat it. So you'd either have to succeed right. at disadvantage. You know what Trevor would do? What's that? He'd roll again. <laughs> okay. I don't want to. I don't want to match it. I want to fucking obliterate. It. Obliterate it. Come on, you fucking fuck. I got a three. <laughs> fuck. Okay, that's good. I got a three ish. Okay, so that got you what you would have got if you had spent one point. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So <laughs> succeed at a cost. I will always succeed at a cost. Trevor opens up on the car and he hits the tires, but some of the shots go into the gas tank, and one goes past. Patrick and hits the car's engine. So the car comes to a stop. Nice. But the car is out of commission. All right. And the door of the car opens up and Patrick McLeod falls out. Okay. Hey, Patrick, nice fall, dipshit. Guess we don't have a sedan gang anymore because I just killed the sedan because you fucker stole it. God damn it. It's like you have no loyalty. What kind of criminals are you? <sighs> Fucking idiot. Just get back to the mattress store. You're going to have to go through a lot more initiation now. <laughs> Double initiation. He runs back to the mattress store. He's running. Okay. I'm just amazed, like, we haven't started getting shot at yet. Well, okay. I'm going to run past the Chinese restaurant and knock on the door. Does Kip see me? Yeah, this oh, yes. Yeah. I'm like, Kip. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, Kip's like, what? Was he just like headbanging in yeah. there? Oh, yeah. And it's, I mean, it is like, there's like a lot of, a lot of banging. Yeah. Can I like slide down the awnings all badass yeah. and like land on the ground right when fucking Patrick shows up? Yeah, definitely. And fucking just grab his head and just fucking push it into the goddamn wall. Okay. Uh, uh, ro- can I say the name of this place is Metal Walk? <laughs> <laughs> right into the wall of Metal Walk. No, fuck that. I want to push him through the front window of Metal Walk to get Kip's attention simultaneously and, uh, you know, hurt Patrick. Roll athletics. Okay. You were trying to push him into the wall or you're trying to kick him into the wall? I'm trying to kick him through the front window of the metal walk. So this is for the kick. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got a, I got a fucking five. Okay. So that go, is, go, 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 go. Yeah, that is a five to a three. 
you come off the awning and kick him. And Patrick McLeod just flies through the plate glass window mm-hmm. and just like skids to a halt on the inside. Yeah. Unconscious. You're right out of the sedan gang. Yeah, right at Kip's feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has he even seen Kip in his full uh, metal walk armor yet? No, he's unconscious. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, you're still out of the sedan gang, fuckhead. <sighs> you know, you try and run a sedan gang and you can't trust anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Can Kip take the effigy? out to the car and we could still blow it up and be like, hey, he tried to get it. Like our original plan might still work. But are they watching us at all? Do you I, think? Don't I don't know. I thought they would have started was... shooting it by now, but they haven't. This all just took like a minute, two minutes. Patrick McLeod is unconscious. Brian Russell made it back into, did we say he went to the blockbuster? Yeah. Yeah. So Brian Russell is in the blockbuster. He's hiding in the kids section. <laughs> Surrounded by Fern Gully. <laughs> <laughs> Land before time. That's right. <laughs> And Jeremy Rowland comes out of the mattress store and is like, what in the world happened out here? Your fucking shitty biker partner tried to steal our goddamn car. Well, he wasn't my partner. He's just some prisoner, but looks like he's unconscious. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because I kicked this dumbass through a plate glass window. <laughs> so don't get on my bad side, Jeremy, you horse fighting dickweed. So at that moment, everyone who's outside hears the sound of a vehicle approaching. And in the distance, you see a Humvee driving on the road and it stops and you see four people get out. The Humvee behind them turns around and drives away. Interesting. So, it just leaves four people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're 100 yards away. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, there's a gas line, right? Uh, is that between us? The car is in a big pool of gas and there's gas around it. Trevor will point his rifle at the uh, leaking gas and be like, <laughs> look at Joe Marie. I'm like, can I just shoot the gas? Like, does that work in real life? Like, will it blow up? And I'm just shaking my head like you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So I grab some, I guess, rice wine. Is that flammable enough? Is that going to do anything? Sure. I mean, assuming it, it they're going to movie land. I only know of rice wine because I am really Asian in real life. <laughs> so <laughs> I run into the metal walk. I grab rice wine, I guess. Okay, you find rice wine. Yeah, a bottle of it. And I tear some of my habit off Mm -hmm. and I shove it in there. And we still have to light it on fire, though. That's stupid. Now that you know how to do it, you know how to use the bazooka to get sparks. Yeah, but I feel like that would take a lot of time. Yeah, MacGyver never took a lot of time. Mm -hmm. She'd be able to, like, bazooka apart. Right. Thing doing okay, it. Okay. Is yeah. there like a separate world too where like she's narrating all this to the people watching her show? <laughs> like just using some old rice wine that I've. <laughs> some cooking oil and rice yeah, wine. Very MacGyver style, but like o- only her TV show watchers get to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> My narration. Yeah. Sure. So I, I, I make a Molotov cocktail and I. There's who, walks everywhere, right? Or if Kip used them all. Uh, I have lacrosse skills. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And a walk, you You can put that bad boy right in there, and I will use my (laughs) athletic lacrosse skills. It's some teamwork. You should take one of Kip's like armor things that he made. I I need to use just one of these, buddy, (laughs) (laughs) and I'll give it right back. And yeah, she'll toss it in there and be like, "I got this." Well, so let's lacrosse champion a long handled. So do I need to? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, six foot long. (laughs) I would say that. Okay, let's roll tech, maybe, and let's just say you just have to beat a one to do it. Okay, well then I've done that. Okay, awesome. You got a three. Yeah, three. Okay, awesome. So that you easily make your um, rice wine Molotov cocktail, and then now it's up to Trevor with athletics. Yeah, let's say you just have to beat a one for this too. This oh hard. yeah. Oh my god! I got yeah, I got a four. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're always so alarmist with your rolls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
I'm always terrified. <laughs> so Sister Mary Joan is just like a blur. She runs inside, grabs the bottle of rice wine and some cooking oil, throws it all together. Part of her habit wraps it around, opens the bazooka, ignites it. Right. Just really quick, just tosses it to Trevor, who in one quick motion just lacrosses it <laughs> right out. And just a nice clean arc. Just you like just the old it. days. Yeah, you just see it going out and it just hits the ground right around the car and this far away, you hear them and they go, what was that? And then there's an explosion and the car blows. Up. Boom, 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 boom. Can they yeah. hear Trevor say like, University of Pennsylvania lacrosse team rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn it. My lacrosse team. Some- <laughs> That's the sound of teamwork, dickhead. So that was also great. I feel like that should take out all four of the guys. Wow. They're all, they were all like right up on the car. You had to wait till they were close enough to the car to get that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It just all worked out perfectly. Right. So at that moment, you hear it from the walkie-talkie, the same voice from earlier. And she says, did you find your friend? Because I just heard that there's four of my men that we can't find. <laughs> and I'm not sure if they're really good at playing hide and seek or something <laughs> happened out there. So I guess you're not going to give me Brian Russell, huh? Well, we have a little saying back in Sedan land. And that is, a sedan gang sticks together, even if they're not friends. And I'll just do like a little kick to uh, Patrick on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be like, I don't even like Brian Russell, but he's one of us. So if you're going to take him out, you're going to have to take us all out. And trust me, it's going to be a lot harder than you think. And she comes back on the walkie-talkie and she says, spoiler alert, there was no chance we're letting any of you go. Oh, really? The criminals were lying? No fucking doy. Bring it, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Over and fucking out. Well, dang, things are really heating up. Who would have thought a nun would be in the middle of such an action-packed adventure? Guns, criminals, undercover secret identities. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg is a national treasure. See y'all next week. Nothing you could say could tear me away from my God. My God. Yeah, Gail, come on, get it. <laughs>